0: What's up? It's Jared Cagle. This is a podcast called Burning Questions because we are answering your burning questions. For a young couple that is dating, how do they go about setting boundaries in their relationship? How do you have that boundaries conversation? (laughs) Amazing. Okay. Boundaries. Boundaries. I'm assuming physical boundaries because that's the question that I would have asked if I was in high school submitting a question like you probably are, or middle school. You're probably asking the same question. Physical boundaries, relationships. Let's start with when you have that conversation. So if you're a girl and your boyfriend or this guy that's interested in you is coming towards you and their hand gets maybe like right about here, stop them and have the conversation. No, <laughs> like too late. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're a guy, l- let me tell you when you need to have a conversation. If she looks at you, I mean she may be 20 feet away, but if she looks at you in the eyes, you better hurry up and have that conversation because I know you boys, and I know how you are. The 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 truth is like man, if you're in the moment of temptation in any way, you're too late to have the boundaries conversation. And I know that it's tough. I know that it's awkward. I know you're like, "Hey, we just kind of started dating or going out or we're, you know, we're not even Facebook official yet. Nobody has Facebook, I don't know. Our Snapchat streak is only 60 days. You know, it's not that real yet." Whatever it is for you, let me just tell you, as awkward as the conversation is, it's very, very, very important, especially especially if there's any kind of chance that y'all are going to be alone first thing I'll say don't be alone and you may say well that's when we have our best conversations don't be alone date in public be in front of other people it's the best way to be clean another another, another thing practically don't ever be horizontal if you are alone or even if you're in a group of people and y'all are having like a movie night or whatever with your friends don't be horizontal, especially not with a blanket. Let's just be honest, like just get real for a second. You know, when you put yourself in those types of situations, you're setting yourself up for failure. So you got to have it. You got to have the conversation and you got to have it before temptation comes and boundaries need to be very clear and set very early. Why is that important? Let me talk a little bit about that. Why, why do we need to have boundaries. I I think about this um, very smart guy that's a lot smarter than me. Ben Stewart is his name, wrote a book uh, called Single Dating, Married. Single Dating, Engaged, Married, I think is what the book's called. Look it up. He's a great guy, great author. In the book, he talks about temptation and sex, really. He talked about sex in terms of fire. So think about fire, right? It's a good thing. It's a good gift. It's warm. It brings heat. It, uh, it, it provides for us a a good environment. Like you want to sit around a fire with your family at home around the holidays, you know, like it's a good thing, but think about it when it's in its rightful place, right? So you're in your living room, you've got your, your, your real fireplace, not your gas boring, you know, fireplace, but like real wood, real chimney, real, you know, it's this, it's this ambiance, this environment It's awesome. It's beautiful. You sit around and maybe you roast a marshmallow, whatever. You're having a good time, but think about what would happen if you were to take that fire and put it right in the middle of your living room. Probably wouldn't like go very well. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, In its rightful place anymore. And that is the boundaries conversation. Sex, just like fire, is a good gift from God. And it was intended for a purpose. It was intended for relationships that are committed in what we call marriage, which means you are committed to that person for the rest of your life. Like it's not a, hey, our streak is 300 days now, so we're getting a lot more serious. No, it's like, Here's a ring for your finger because that's how serious I am, you know? Like, I'm not gonna take this ring off because my love for you is enduring and I'm going to commit my life to you. That's the type of commitment that God designed for sex to be a part of. Let me say it this way. In Genesis chapter two, at the end of the chapter, God describes the two, man and woman, coming together in marriage. And when they do that, they become one flesh. In other words, it says the, the I can't remember the exact language it says the man will hold fast to the woman and they will become one flesh. OK, hold fast means what you think it means. OK, we'll just go ahead and put that out there. So when they hold fast, they become one flesh. Here's the tricky part about that. You don't want to become one flesh with just anybody. You don't want to become one flesh with somebody that you've got a 50-day Snapchat streak with. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to become one flesh with a guy that is only with you because he thinks you're hot and he can have better friends if he's hanging out with you. You know what I'm saying? This is a full-on commitment future type of conversation that we're having. So it's very, very important. Also, on that same vein, the two becoming one flesh. Some of you may have crossed the line physically with... Somebody, maybe you're in a relationship right now where you've already crossed the line and you're finding it very difficult to leave and to break up with that person. And you can't figure out why. And all of your friends are like, you need to break up with him. He is such a punk. He is not nice to you. You know, they're, maybe they're using other words that I'm not allowed to use when I'm, you know, whatever on a microphone. This is real. Why can't you break up with him? Why can't you break up? And there's something about it that's just holding you back and you can't figure it out, but you know that you just can't break up with them. I wanna make the argument that that is how God designed us. When we are physically intimate, when we go there with somebody else, there is a very real attachment that happens where we become one flesh. It's the spiritual thing. And so maybe you're wondering like why you can't detach yourself from that person. And I want to tell you, it's because you've already crossed the line. And now you guys are, are like attached in a very real way, you know. And so some of you may be listening to that and saying like, man, I, mm, now, so what do you mean? Like I'm screwed up forever. I'm not going to ever be able to have a good relationship. No, because God is the God of grace and God is the author of salvation and redemption. And he is the one who brings ashes into beauty. He's the one that takes dust and turns it into the most glorious creation that the world's ever seen. And so there's, you're never too far gone for that God. You're never too far gone for Jesus. So take some hope in that. But you have to understand that every decision that you make today is going to affect where you're going and where you're going to be tomorrow or five years down the road or 10 years down the road. So I want to encourage you in this conversation about boundaries to think about it in terms of destination. Don't just think about it in terms of gratification. Don't just think about it in terms of what your body wants right now or what would be the most fun or what everybody else is doing that's permissible, you know. Think about it in terms of destination. Where where do you wanna be in five years? Where do you wanna be in 10 years? Do you want to have a marriage one day? Do you wanna have kids one day? Do you wanna have a wife that is solely committed to you and there's nothing standing in the way? The thing that I hate the most about my past, if I'm being honest with you, because I have major failings in my past that God has redeemed and Jesus has saved me from. But the thing that I hate the most about my past is when people come up to me and they hear my story and we're talking and they, they say to me, OK, but God pulled you out of that. Which means if I fail, then he'll pull me out of it. And I say, yeah, that's that's exactly right. Like he's the God of redemption. He's the God of salvation. He's the author. And then they say, well, why can't I have some fun then now? And then later down the road, I can like, you know, be washed clean and and God can make beauty from ashes, but why why can I not take the same journey that you took? What I want to tell you today is to be very careful with that train of thought, because you don't know the pain and even the penalty of the sin that I've gone through and that I've had to walk through and the pain that it's brought to my relationships and the way that it's affected things in my life that I wish on no one. So you have to understand every decision that you make. You may be saying, I'm ninth grade, man. I got a long life ahead of me. The decisions that I make today, I can hide them and they're not going to affect my tomorrow. I want to tell you that that's wrong. Every single decision that you make today is going to affect where you're going. So be careful about that and think about what the end is going to be. Think about the destination. Think about where you're trying to go and where God is leading you to go and make decisions that line up with that. You'll be better for it. God has what's best in store for you. He designed us this way for a reason. And it's perfect inside of the boundaries that he's given us, which is full commitment in marriage. So if you're in a relationship right now, have the conversation about boundaries like yesterday. If you're not in a conversation, or if, sorry, if you're not in a relationship right now, still be thinking about this conversation because it's very important to know where you stand and to go ahead and take that stand before you get there. If you're in temptation when you have it and when you decide where your boundaries are, it's too late. If you've already gone over the line and you've already entered into a relationship that's become physical, there's grace. There's a better way. There's a redeemer that is ready to catch you and lead you in a way that is more life-giving than you can ever imagine. And it includes your purity until marriage. So fight for that purity, fight for those boundaries, fight for, fight for yourself, but more importantly, fight for, well, most importantly, fight for the one who saved you. And more importantly than yourself, fight for the one that's going to be there in the future that God has set aside for you, that you will hopefully spend the rest of your life with in marriage. Just don't touch each other, man. Like, just keep it simple. Don't touch each other. Thanks for listening to this episode of Burning Questions. If you have a burning question that you've been longing for an answer to, DM us on our Instagram at cmcstudents underscore.